welcome to the Promises of God podcast. Do you feel stagnant, frustrated, or even bored in your walk with God? Have you found that hope deferred, unmet expectations, and unfulfilled desires is creating distance between you and God? If so, you're in the right place. On this show, we grab hold to the incredible promises that God has given us in his word. My hope is that by the end of each episode, you will feel encouraged, edified, and empowered to be all that God has called you to be. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Promises of God podcast. I am Alia, and if you are new, thank you so much for joining. If you've been listening uh, for a while, thank you for coming back. Um, I'm excited about today's promise just because it is something that I am currently actively believing and trusting God in. So I'm excited to share today's promise with you guys. So we're going to be in 2 Corinthians today, the first chapter, and we're going to specifically be focusing on verses 19 through 20. Um, So let's go ahead and go to it. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, but feel free to grab any translation that you have. So it says, for Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you. And as God's ultimate yes, he does what he says. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. I don't know about y'all, but that gets me so excited because there are so many promises that I'm personally believing God for. And I know there are so many promises that y'all are believing God for as well. And so this is our assurance. This is our confidence as we believe God. His promises are yes and amen. What does that exactly mean? That means that if God has made you a promise, it's not a maybe, it's not a no, it's not a if you do this. It's yes and amen. But so, I like to look at Abraham because I can I can trust his track record, although I can't track his hand. So although you may be like, well, God, I haven't seen you move yet or I haven't seen you come through yet, you can track you you can trust his track record. So let's jump into this promise that God gave Abraham. So in Genesis 18, God promises Abraham and Sarah. A son. So let's read okay, it. Let's so see. in Genesis 18, starting in verse 9. Then they said to him, Where is your wife, Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. The Lord said, I will be sure to return to you at this time next year, and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening at the tent behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, they had lived many years. The weight of women had stopped for Sarah. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, well, I have this joy after my husband and I have grown old. Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, how can I give birth to a child when I am so old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Y'all, every time I read about this story, it just restores my hope and what God can do. I really want to hone in on verse 14. It says, is anything too hard for the Lord? And he gives Sarah and Abraham a specific time that this promise will be fulfilled. It says, I will return to you at this time next year and Sarah will have a son. I think a lot of times when God promises us things, 
um, we can sometimes grow weary, especially if time has passed by and if we think that all options are just non-existent or maybe we may be growing older or things just may not look like it is in our favor in the natural. God tells us, is anything too hard for him? Is anything too hard for the Lord? And so, um, like I mentioned, there are things I'm believing God for. I'm believing to see my family saved. I'm believing God to increase my wealth. I'm believing God for the promise of marriage, of children. And so none of those things have necessarily happened in the natural just yet. But something that I've seen to be helpful was to look at what's in your midst. If God is fulfilling promises for people within your atmosphere, within your circle, will he not do it for you? Will he not come through for you? So let's jump to chapter 21. When God actually fulfills his promise, he fulfills the promise that he gave to Sarah and Abraham. But before we even jump into this, we have to talk about the in-between of waiting on the promise because um, prior to God actually showing up on the scene in chapter 18, God had already promised Isaac that, or I'm sorry, God had already promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations. Um, but Abraham did not have a son. And so we have to take note that Sarah and, Ab- Sarah and Abraham tried to make the promise happen on their own. They created Ishmael, you know, Sarah urged her servant to marry Abraham and Ishmael was created. Um, Obviously this was not God's perfect will. Yes. God still blessed Ishmael, but he was not the promised son. And so a lot of times when we create these Ishmael situations in our lives, um, we wonder why things aren't working out according to God's perfect will, but it's because God did not have his hand in that. Um, I can speak for myself. There are a lot of Ishmael situations that I've created and that I get frustrated by when God doesn't bless it the way I think he should. But at the end of the day, if God has not blessed something, it's because his hand is not on it. He'll still bless you because you're still his child and he still loves you. Um, But we have to be careful when we're waiting on God and we get weary um, and well-doing Um, And we just start to create situations that God did not want us to create. So let's jump into chapter 21 when God actually blesses them with the son. So it starts in verse one. It says, then the Lord visited Sarah, as he said, and did for her as he had promised. Sarah was able to have a child and she gave birth to a son when Abraham was very Oh, he was born at the time the Lord said it would happen. Why do you say that again? He was born at the time the Lord said it would happen. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son, who was born to him by Sarah. Then Abraham did a religious act of the Jews on Isaac when he was eight days old. And God had told him to do it. Y'all, so we see here that God fulfilled his promise for Abraham and I for Abraham and Sarah when he said he would do it. I think for me, I can only speak for myself, a lot of times waiting on God is hard because God doesn't always tell you 
oh, by this time next year, you'll be married, or by this time next year, this person will be saved, or by this time next year, you'll have this specific job. God does it sometimes, but he doesn't always tell you when a certain promise is going to be fulfilled. And so the friction and the frustration can be, God, when is this going to happen? What is it going to look like? What should I look out for? But the important thing um, is not trying to figure out when it's going to happen. It's simply trusting God because in that process of waiting and the process of believing God, he's always working something on the inside of you. We see here in verse 21, Sarah had the son. But when we jump back to uh, chapter 18, Sarah laughed when God promised her a son. So that shows us that when God actually tells us he's going to do something, it reveals our heart. It reveals like the posture of our hearts. Um, Sarah laughed because she was old. It wasn't because she didn't believe God, but it was almost like, God, can you do this? Like, I'm not sure if you can do this. Like, I trust you, but can you do this? So when, when everything around us seems like it is impossible for whatever that promise is that God has told you he will fulfill, God can do the impossible. Just like he said, is anything too hard for God? Um, so as we continue to wait on God and believe God and, um, trust him and what he has said he would fulfill, just remember Genesis chapter 18 is anything too hard for God. Now, before we close today, um, I do want to just pray over all of us because, um, it's the new year and the new year is super exciting because um, most of us are fasting and praying and we're getting new revelation and insight from the Lord. Um, but there will come a time where we get into the year and God may still have us wait. We may not see something fulfilled just yet. So I want to pray um, just as we um, get deeper into the year and deeper into um, what we are, what we are believing God for. So God, we, I just thank you so much for um, encouraging us with your word. Thank you so much for letting us know that if you have given us a promise, the answer is yes. The answer is amen. I ask that you will help us to not grow weary in well-doing. As we wait on you, Lord, continue to encourage us, continue to um, edify us, continue to remind us, Lord, that your promises are yes and amen. In Jesus' name. All right, y'all. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a written five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show and it helps people to uh, like you to find the show who needs to be encouraged in the Lord. So um, until next time, I love y'all so much.